0: been in my back for a while I'm invincible story of a young boss grind a critical Calling on my bros one time cause you special I had some who dreams of right rounds for my mentor. mentoring target that I shoot some point like a pencil different route change relationships I'm so sorry came up from the trenches and I made it I
1: say hardly now- bet online is your number one source for all of your betting needs get the latest odds lines and matchup reports for baseball boxing golf and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code Believe. that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Alrighty, guys, we are back with another episode of the What's In Your Bag podcast presented by Bet BetOnline. As always, I'm your host, Andrew Robinson, and we're joined by my guy, Tate Wood, man. Yo, Tate, man, it's been a business since you've been on the show, my boy. What's up with you?
0: Hey, yo, we've been running everywhere, but I mean, you know, for the families, for the gang, we make it back. Glad to be back, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, before we introduce our guest
1: for today, we got to handle some business. This is a episode that we're super, super excited about. We're going to talk some fashion, you know saying, some fits and stuff like that, but got to handle the business first. Guys, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, make sure you go ahead and stop what you're doing. Tap that subscribe button down below. We're on the road to 10K. You guys have been uh supporting us along the road. So go ahead and tap that like button, subscribe button, it goes a long way. Drop a comment down below, all of the above. Um, if you're listening to this on spot on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a five-star rating. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the what's in your bag podcast. It does go a long way. That was my guy pull up Tay on the intro. It's gonna be him on the outro. He just dropped a new project, man. One of the hottest artists out of DMV. So make sure you guys are streaming his music.
0: Hey, That's- if you don't like the podcast, tell us how bad it is. We we want everything. Give us yeah, all give the it us some feedback too. Us give some feedback. <laughs> oh man! Um,
1: but without further ado, now that we got the business out the way, we are pleased to introduce our guest this week. This person is somebody who uh, does amazing work in the fashion industry. He works with a ton of athletes. Um, and as if I do say so, my soul just some people her grand, man. She got some style some swag herself, man. So we are pleased to be joined by JoJo Frederman, also known as styling by Jojo. Thank you for joining us today.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. It is my first first podcast. So very excited to get into it.
1: Yes, yes. We're happy to get you on your first podcast, man. I'm I'm honored to to be able to say that this is your first one. Cause I know this won't be the last. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I know, you- hoping. No, for sure. Once you pop and doing, doing Vogue and this and that, you were going to be to say we had, we had our own first, you know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. yep. there you
2: know. go. Exactly. Right. Yep.
1: Um. So I want to just talk to you about, you know, how you first got into fashion. Like as a kid, I feel like I remember you when know, I was a young whippersnapper, um, I'm going to school. I remember <laughs> I'm standing in front of the mirror with my little first day of school fit, looking at my clothes. I'm about to get fresh for school. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, as somebody who does styling, you know, you do a bunch of like personal shopping for athletes. Do you feel like you were always into fashion? Like when you were a kid, like talk about kind of just I definitely, up, I definitely, like,
2: I, for sure. I mean, I always looked up to my mom when she was in, she always, always dressed amazing. She still dresses amazing. Um, and my older brother also loves fashion as well. So I always, as, as time got older, I'd say I get, was more into fashion, maybe more like college, Um, and then definitely moving to New York city was like when it hit me. Um, I actually, well, really, how I got started was I got a job at Bergdorf women at, which which was one of the biggest department stores in New York. Very famous. Everybody loves to come here. It's like I worked in women's, but I also would go to the men's store. I was a personal shopping assistant. So I worked under a shopper for at least almost three years, worked all throughout COVID, which was crazy. I was in store, I was only home for COVID for about two months and then the store made us come back um we did in-store appointments every day so that really caught my eye into into the fashion industry i'd say i learned so much about brands and um i'd say i would go over to i worked in women but i would really go over to the men's store a lot and i would um meet people over there i would um, shadow the sales guys and stay late hours and learn all about the um, brands and everything. So that's really like, I'd say moving to New York, it was really what got me into the fashion. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I love it. It's definitely, I learn something new every day. I'm still learning about brands. I follow so many cool amazing brands on Instagram which a lot of brands also send me a lot of stuff, which is amazing. I always try to, always try to support every small business. So if you're a small business listening, please reach out to me. Um, I love it. Even, even if it's like a hat or a sweatshirt or a t-shirt, my guys will appreciate it. You know, like some, they just wear it to their practices and stuff. And sometimes hopefully we'll get a photo, but um, yeah, that said, that's really like how I really got into it was me basically getting this job at this store. Um, And then ever since then, I kind of, we'll get into it, but I really, ever since I left last year, I kind of just started my own thing. So, but yeah, that's really how I'd say I got into fashion right
0: now. You brought up, uh, Goodman. I want to talk about it because like, Rudolph Goodman, like, if you know, you know, like, it's not like your typical department Mm -hmm. store, but before we get too far into that, can you just sort of explain, like. How you made the jump? Because I know you kind of like had your start in social media. Like you had the whole yeah. like freshman fifteen. Exactly. Like how was that jump? I guess going from like. I also know you didn't like major in that like in college. Like your major in college pretty much like had nothing to do with fashion. Like yeah. what exactly? Yeah, was yeah. That I like major.
2: Jump? Yeah, for sure. So I in college I studied sociology. I did not know what I wanted to do when I moved to New York. Basically, I started doing. I moved to New York five years ago. In 2018, right when I graduated at University of Arizona, came straight to New York, had no idea what I want to do. I didn't know if I was going to even live here. I did a sublet, not even knowing. I ended up loving New York, stayed. First, when I moved here, I did a bunch of nine-to-five jobs. I did PR stuff. But um, getting really into the – I really just honestly found a niche – and I started to become obsessed with, like, the trends and what people are wearing. And then, especially when you say Bergdorf. So, people don't really know, Bergdorf is one of the biggest apartment stores. It has the most luxurious brands. There's an amazing, um, I'd say, like, restaurant upstairs that people also come in for, for, like, tea, I'd say. Like, you you would see, like, Kardashians there. Like, I've seen so many different famous celebrities. Beyonce, I Help Beyonce. Uh, Victoria. so many people, like, come in. And I've obviously I try not to be a fangirl, but yeah. uh, <laughs> almost got in big trouble one time trying to get a video of Beyonce. Um, I would exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but you would just see so many people walk in there and everybody, I mean, it, it was amazing just to learn all the brands, I'd say. But you say getting into how I left. So basically what happened was it was three years. I worked under a shopper. It was time for me to go and do my own thing. Um if there was a job opening for the men's, I probably would have transferred over to the men's store and worked there full time. But they told me that I needed to build a client book. So that's what I did. I left. And I started building my own client book. I got in touch with um, a bunch of different athletes. I, um, I met someone in New York that I got in touch with that. Let me style them. And I built this Instagram page um, a little, Early, a little early into COVID just for fun. Um, I have my own personal account that I use and I really just built this for fun. And I started posting pictures of me. I started posting pictures of my brother and styling him for fun. Um, and I would always write like uh, vacation looks, like come like reach out to me if you need anything. And like his friends would sometimes reach out to me, but I do all this for free. You know, it's just to like get my foot in the door and just to learn. So um, right now I'd say... I work, I mean, right now I'm doing um, my freelance and I also work at Bloomingdale's on 59th Street. So I do personal shopping there. Um, I work with everybody. I don't exactly work on the floor, but I work um, in the digital space and I also bring clients in. Sorry if it's very loud.
1: So
0: you
1: mentioned just now kind of how you, first started the, the styling Instagram page during COVID Um, and how you were kind of like, you know, uh, kind of switching lanes and trying to build your clientele. So do you remember who your first like, you know, celebrity client was or who your first client that was like, oh, snap, like, yeah, you're going to let me style you. Like, how did you first get into that? Like, who was your first client yeah. that kind of styled and that kind of got your foot in the well, door? Well,
2: my first client, my first ever client was someone on the Bills. His name's Greg Russo. He's an gr- amazing guy. Um, He actually went to the University of Miami. So, which my family's very, very involved in University of Miami program. And he was kind of nervous to work with me because he didn't know, he said he's been scammed before and he didn't know how the industry really worked, but it was funny because he knew a lot of the same people that I knew. So it kind of, he kind of got really comfortable. Like he, I started naming names and he like knew like the the people on the um, football program that, that my family knew. So he was like my first ever client and I'd say from there he referred me to like three or four Bills players mm-hmm. that I also worked with on the team um, last season and he's honestly been referring me again and now I have like six people I'm gonna be working with for this season which will be really exciting hopefully to go out to Buffalo and um bring a bunch of clothes out there and do like a fitting with a bunch of different guys which would be really cool um but I'd say the most, like I'd say, most famous, really, I'd say, well, Emmanuel quickly. We became pretty friendly. A few years ago, when he first joined on the NBA at the Knicks. And um, so I was I helped style him a few times. Um, He's amazing. He's amazing player. um, Very nice guy. Um, I also was able to I mean, I work with a bunch of different people. A lot of people reach out to me asking for like, Um, they'll be like, Hey, like I have a pair of jeans. Like, do you have a shirt that would match or like a pair of shoes that you think would go with my outfit? So I do a lot of like different, different personal shopping too. Um, I'd say obviously right now I've worked with about 12 to 15 people. Um, but hoping to obviously to build my brand throughout this year, hopefully next season for NBA NFL season will obviously pick up a lot for me. So I'm really excited. Um, I definitely have some new clients coming that I've been in touch with um, through all different teams. So excited for that.
1: 100%. Cause a quick follow-up before I toss it to the tank real quick. So I feel like the hardest part of when it comes to, at least from the outside looking in, right. When it comes to like, cause I, so I play um, overseas right now in Japan. Right. And I feel like people in Tokyo, they step like a lot of people who put that who'll be putting, putting on fits and stuff like that. But I feel like when it comes to styling, it's such a like a polarizing thing because we've had athletes on the podcast and it's literally like 50 50. Like, yo, like, how you feel about stylists? And for example, like Terrence Mann plays for the Clippers. He's mm-hmm. a stylist. He's like, yeah, man, I feel like it's cool because like it's a business. Right. I feel like they're sending me brands. I'm like making money and it's and that. But then we have had other athletes who are like, yeah, man, I'm not really down with the stylist business. Like I'm, I want to make my own fits and kind of like whatever, whatever. Right. when it comes to greg russo and like that first client how did that conversation go like what it was like all right like let me style you bro like you know what i'm saying like did you have to oh my
2: god yeah no no yeah he did not really know anything about fashion so he was like very appreciative some people i work with do know a lot about brands they mostly kind of just want me to help them find things to be honest um and put them on smaller brands um again what i was saying with a lot of people like to shout out brands and see the new things that some people don't want to always have the same like rude and gallery you know and like the amiri and the basic brand so um i mean what some of my favorite brands i really are right now that i put some people on is um mmy i love bodie um every it still really depends on who the person is i'd say on what they wear you know some people are just still very into like The straight leg jeans, you know, like I try to really help people like branch out. It's like kind of my job is to help people feel comfortable. Um, Even with Greg, like he would never wear a pair of flare jeans. And I put him on like flare jeans and some button downs and cool jackets and Marnie. He had no idea what any of these brands really were. Really depends on who you are. You know, I'd say more NBA people may have more of an idea because then maybe their teammates are always rocking all that um, nice brands, but yeah, it's, it is like, it's like a business, but it's also like they become like family friends to you as well, because they're always hitting you up. You know, it's like, I feel like sometimes I'm their like assistant, you know, always making sure the package gets there on time. Um, a lot of things I do is virtual since I'm in New York. Um, if I do have a player on the jets or giants, I would do it. I sometimes do an in-person fitting and have, a, um, an assistant come with me and help me in New York. So that's always, um, a plus too, because there's so many girls here that want to do the same thing as you yeah. and always having an assistant and a girl to come is plus. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's really different for everybody. I'd say, um, I also, since I said I work at Bloomingdale's, I work, um, I have access to Louis Vuitton. Um, so a lot of people asking for Louis Vuitton stuff, obviously the number one request I get are skater shoes, Everybody wants those skater shoes. Um, I sold a few of them. And then obviously everyone loves Louis Vuitton jeans. So I sell a lot of them as well. And then also the um, duffel bags. I sell so many duffel bags of Louis Vuitton. So if you guys need, let me know. So many, the the new kid super collab just came out and it is freaking amazing. Um, I get all the lookbooks. So whoever needs, please hit me up. (laughs) So
0: I wanted Good. to um to sort of like ask you another question, but you really brought up a great point and you kind of brought up right then about Louis Vuitton and now I kind of just really want to know like what is your opinion now on like Perel's new line that just came out with Louis Vuitton with him now being the new creatives I read like have you taken a look at it? what's yeah, your thoughts? And is there any way like you might can see yourself grabbing a couple of those pieces and sending them out to some of your athletes?
2: Oh my God. Yes. Um, I actually watched the, fa- the fashion show. It was so amazing. Um, I think he is so creative. I'm definitely really excited for those lookbooks to come out so I can send them to my guys. I really mostly send, I'll, like, I'll usually get the lookbooks and I'll usually send them the PDF over to a client and they'll screenshot what they want or I'll kind of take pictures of my favorite stuff and send them over. I post a lot on Instagram as well um, and sometimes get replies. It's just the prices are like, crazy these prices are so up oh my god they're insane but the brand is i mean i love louis it's one of my favorites i'd say it's one of the um most like i said most popular brand people ask for these days since i do have access to it but yeah i'm honestly really excited for more of pharrell's um designs to come out and he's amazing and yeah
0: so kind of can you give me just kind of a scoop of like what that looks like like do you get brand exclusives that like now, everybody might not like have a chance to get it. like do you get early access to them is there like a price difference yeah, like
2: I what? do so I get early access to do pre-orders um I'd say I don't get like any discount or anything obviously I wish um <laughs> but I just get early access to pre-order so if you want if anybody was interested in a piece I can pre-order it put your card down and then once it comes in I ship out overnight. That's really what it's all for. That's like the axis of kind of working for Louis Vuitton. But once again, if you do work with like a Louis Vuitton specialist at a store anywhere, you kind of get like the same if you know, you know, type. So
1: So <clears throat> you mentioned uh briefly kind of working with Emmanuel Quickly. And uh I wanna you talked about kind of how you how you kind of got into it and stuff like that, but I want to dive into a little more. Um the first thing I want to ask you about when it comes to Emmanuel Quickly is uh, the the fit you style for him for the michael Rubin all-white party um last that, that yes. because
2: that was, that was, <laughs> I, that that was that is, now I'm like remembering I think he was actually like the first athlete i styled for a party I was thinking of like arrivals but yeah. he actually was the first yes he reached out to me to help him in in like a two three day notice and that's i was just starting at Bloomingdale then I had him come in and i we did, it was like quick in and out, you know, like I pulled like three all white looks. We did, a, um, it's outside the party. So we did like, a, um, white uh, linen pants and white linen shirt. And he added some jewelry and shoes and found some glasses. And yeah, that was honestly, I just re- remembering, I was like waiting for the photos to come out. I was so excited, but yeah, that was like one of the first times I met him as well in person. Um, And then I helped him a few times. I know he works with some other people here and there. And that's something that is also important, not important, but like you have to realize in the styling industry is that these athletes don't just use one stylist. Um, I know they have some, it's, it's just like kind of working at, like you said, you're going to a nail place and you're going, you know, like you use different people. A lot of people still do that these Mm -hmm. days, just because um, people have different ideas, you know? So I know he definitely works with other people as well, but we, we still are great friends and I hopefully he'll reach out to me as well for a few other things this season. He I put him also in um, this really cool Suss Knicks um, beanie and hat, so oh my God, beanie and shirt, sweater vest, um, and it was posted on the New York Knicks um, page for, it was like all about us and like he was talking about his family and how he grew up and that was also really cool that. Uh, my outfit got posted on the next page.
1: Yeah, so. That thing was popping. I, I saw that and I was like, yo, that's, that's dope. So, like, you just mentioned it just now how these athletes work with different stylists and they kind of can have their choice, right? So, for you, what did it mean to you, the number one, for him to come to you for the Mike Rubin party? Like, yo, I want to hurt us now to spit for this party because
0: yeah. I'm seeing oh
1: those Drake is there, Ella May, Jason oh Tatum. I'm no, like everybody's there. He came to you for that outfit, you know. Really, I'm
2: That's trying to freaking go next week to this freaking party. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's definitely like a huge thing. And like, if you live in New York, you like kind of know about it. Um, I spend some of my summers in the Hamptons, so if you're in New York, you know about the Hamptons. It's a great place, great time, so much to do there. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, I was like, come run into Bloomingdale's. Let's go get you in and out it was, he's honestly was so easy to work with you know like I whatever I picked out first he like grabbed and, and left you know um yeah it was definitely really cool I'd say that was one of the first times and my, the first time my name got out so it was, was from Emmanuel mm-hmm.
0: so when you work with an athlete what are kind of like the three most important questions like you may ask yourself to build an outfit or to pick out a piece for an athlete
2: 100 percent Um, I'd say, well, the first things I usually try to get on a call with them, let's talk about sizes, brands they've worn, um, what they're looking for. Price range is obviously super important because if if you give me a price range of like $5,000, I'd say, you know, I can go out and get you a bunch of stuff. Sometimes people would be like 1200, a thousand. And like, I would have to go for like the really, really small brands and like t-shirts. Um, a smaller brand I really like is, um, MNML, which has like jeans that are super affordable and they fit amazing on taller guys. Um, so it really just depends on what they're looking for really. Uh, some people want like streetwear. Some people want vacation looks right now. I'm doing a lot of vacation looks for guys. Um, who are going away to Italy or with their girls or whatever. Um, yeah, it really just depends. Um, and then I kind of just try to get it done as soon as I can. Um, so when what if they give if they say like we start say we start talking on a Monday and they're going away like in two weeks I kind of just try to get it done with immediately just because sometimes um, packages can get overlaid and you know also living in New York is amazing because I get to go to all the stores here I have great great connections with a lot of the sales guys at like Patreon and the new and Blue and Green and the Webster um, especially working at Bergdorf all my guys there, they always send me all the new drops um, at Saks, everything. So either I shop in person for them or I'm shopping online. Um, What I like to do is I usually send a lot of stuff to my apartment and then I'll make like a huge box for them, ship it out through UPS, organize it all by fits and good to go. Honestly, they always get, I guess the most thing they ask is they get scared about if it doesn't fit. Um, usually I'll provide a return label and ship it back to me. But to be honest, I really haven't had like any disappointments, mostly everything fits um, unless it would just be like the length and the inseam be the only issue. But I would say, you know, you can just wear it like you can cuff it up or wear a boot with it or something to make it work. So.
1: now, I think that's a good point. I, I wanted to ask you, like, I would see you're working with what's, uh, I mean, NFL players aren't that tall, but specifically NBA players. I mean, you're working with, I mean, these are tall guys, right? So, are most of the fits like custom made do you have to get like custom clothing or is it kind of like can you find things that fits you know how does that normally work when you're dealing with like taller guys or who might have crazy yeah. long arms or crazy long limbs you know what I'm My saying kind of a little funky
2: <laughs> yeah i mean i'd say i fa- have found i guess some brands that work well like i said i'll sometimes ask like what brands they like to wear and what fits them the best but to be honest, they don't sometimes they on to be honest, at a zero out of hundred, they never give me an answer. Mm. They're like, I don't know, like you find something for me. Um, <laughs> but I've honestly just learned really just being um working with so many different guys, what works best. Obviously, you could do custom made. I'd say custom made would be great for like suits and um blazers and all that stuff. But for just everyday wear, I kind of just found. What really works for all these guys, um, the same type of brands I usually would put on. That if they're really, really super tall or have really, really arm long arms, and or if you know if it doesn't work, then we just find something else. You know, like I've had a client who said the jacket was like up to their like almost their like elbow, uh, yeah. you know. So we'll, we did like a long sleeve underneath it, something, and we just like kind of made it work. You know, so or we just switch the outfit, and just do like a cool vest or something, switch it around if it looks silly,
0: you know. Yeah. That's dope. Um, I, no, go ahead, Tank. No, I just had, like, a like a couple, like, questions that all kind of aligned up. Um, Do you ever have, like, one at that moment where, like, you're talking to an athlete and he gives you a budget and you're, like, like, well, this budget is huge and can, like, can you, like, take me into that moment? Like, maybe what is exactly like, the product was, what the fit was, like, and then, like, like is like it more...
2: Or, like, you're saying, like, a less expensive?
0: No, like, more expensive fit. Like, he kind of, like, remembered like you don't have the name drop, but like, can you just give us an idea of like what that experience was like? And do you kind of like find more joy when you have like a smaller budget to work with and you get more creative or is it better with a bigger budget?
2: Okay. I'd say both. Um, obviously the bigger budget, I can put you in so much cooler stuff. Um, but I'd say I really, if you give me a big budget, I'll probably go to Bergdorf for sacks and I'll find like some cool leather jacket. I really, really loving, um, Givenchy these days. Their pieces are really amazing. On um, the new stuff that just came in, I just sent this really cool vest out with these cool cargo pants, which I loved. Um, so photos will be coming soon, but, um, it's, I'd say, I'd say if someone gives me like a bigger budget, I'm thinking of like someone who I worked with. Yeah. I mean like some, some of the guys I worked with, I, I really love this brand, um, Coot. And it, they have like really cool flare jeans and really cool jackets. So I did put that on. And those were, that's that to the total will be about like 5000 for that. They're pretty expensive. Um, but just a pair, this cool jacket and this pants, and obviously pair it up with some cool sneakers or dunks or um, boots. So
0: yep.
2: everyone's really different, you know? Um, but I definitely, obviously would prefer to put somebody on a more expensive item because you can make it a lot more cooler. So.
1: So my question, right? Like when you're looking at a uh, athlete or just a client in general, just style, right. If somebody's saying, all right, Jojo, like get me right. You know what I'm saying? How will you, and like, what is that process? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause if they don't really, if they're not really into fashion. Right. So they might not know what they like or what really might yeah. look good on them. How do you, how can you like look at somebody and be like, all right, I think this might be your swag. You know what I'm saying? Like, what does that Mm -hmm. look like?
2: Yeah. So basically what I really do is, um, if I'm not in a store pulling pieces, I'll make like a little Canva, um, on like how outfits would go together, which I usually send all my clients. So when I have whatever, when I charge my fee, I usually make them outfits and they'll say, yes, no, you know, yes, no. I like this. I like this. Um, but I'll also just kind of go through their Instagram and see what they've worn, what brands they've also worn. Um, a lot of people get a little like nervous to wear things or say, say like, it's not, it's not, it's never anything I wear. Like, you know, I, I would never do that. I'd never do that. But yeah. then I put it on them and they're like, oh, wow, like I really want more of that. Um, <laughs> that's probably one of the most like thing that also that makes me feel the best yeah. because I feel like accomplished um, yeah. being able to actually put like something on them that they've never worn before. Um, but if they are more basic, like some people are just like, just want t-shirts and pants, you know, some people would really go out there and wear like a cool, cool vest and like, um, cool pair of pants or shorts or a button down. Um, like I'm like, I, like I said, I love Bodhi and Bodhi has amazing, um, short sleeve button downs and cool shorts and a lot of matching sets, which I put on somebody before. So yeah, I mean, it really just depends, but I really like to help people branch out. That's like my job branch out you know i'll send photos of things and see if they like it and so yeah
0: got you got you um, when you spoke on no i just had a question because you spoke okay. on like branching out so when you talk about branching out do you have like one athlete like that you see or like on instagram or like you ever see them like just maybe come to stores and you're like wow like i really want to work with this person like i really like the way they put their fists together and i really think that we came together like we could really do something because that person like just always has it on
2: uh i mean like do i have any athlete in spell? you mean i or
0: guess like that... every uh, yeah i guess like, <laughs> every like
2: um i mean obviously shay dresses amazing um nikki law dresses amazing love his style Um, i obviously would love to work with more knicks players because i'm here in new york um hopefully maybe this year i can start if i get in touch with some of them be amazing um obviously like there's so many people that dress amazing uh everyone kind of has their own different style um but let's see i'm thinking um not really anyone in particular but it's kind of like if it's fate it happens it happens it's really just about just kind of like reaching out and hopefully getting in touch and having referrals really help me so so you I'm, make- willing- yeah, I'm, I'm kind of willing to I'm willing to work with like anybody, you know, but obviously there's so many people that I, and athletes that I get info from that I love, love, love what they wear. And obviously League fits like leak fits was not a thing like it just started popping off like really so recently. Like obviously athletes going to the tunnel was like not as big as it is today. People want to look good. People want to dress well. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, just gotta just kind of kind of be like consistent with your job. You know, you can't you can't. It's not it's not just like it doesn't happen overnight. A lot a lot of people reach out to me asking how I started, what I how, what can they do to get where I am. It's really just I mean it's, it's it's freelance is difficult. You know, like you're you're I'm doing my own job. You know, like I'm I'm on my own like time and my own salary. Like you know so.
1: So, Jojo, you mentioned kind of like the whole league fits thing and how like players are putting it on, walking through the tunnel. Right. And I feel like I'm a uh, avid league fits follower. i be seeing the fits and stuff like that. And I feel like in my opinion. Right. There are two places where people really like put it on when they come in. One of them is the garden when they're in New York, people pull their best fit when they come into New York. And then the other one is LA when you're in Staples Center, people or crypto arena, like crypto.com arena now. People always put on their best fit when they get in that LA sun. You know what I'm saying? So for you, right? You're obviously in New York. You've worked with obviously um, some Knicks players. You work with guys on the Giants in New York. Do you feel like you would style a player on the Knicks uh, differently than a player? You work with like Josh Jacoby, who's on the Suns, or you work with like Monte Morris, who's on the Wizards. Like these guys, these, they're, they're in like smaller market cities, right? So, if you're putting together a fit for somebody who's playing in New York, are you going to add a little extra pizzazz to the fit knowing that it's in the garden or like, how does that, how does that work?
2: I mean, obviously being in New York is, is literally the best thing. Um, Yeah. Every single time I speak to a client or athlete, you know, they're always just like, I'm playing in the garden. Like I got to look good. You know, like I I'm in New York city. Like obviously it really depends on what time of like in the, like, if it's like really, really cold, sometimes you just got to put on like a really cool coat or a really cool jacket, which I love. Um, I'd say like switching, I really, I wouldn't say I would switch how I felt about putting an outfit on for somebody in a different city, really. Cause I really always want them to look good. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. um, but obviously in New York, they do always sometimes ask me like, Hey, like, is there anything really like cool you find, you found, or I can look good for the tunnel here in New York, you know, obviously. And, and like, I feel like also Miami too, people like to put on some cool fits in Miami. I'm, I'm from Florida. I'm from Miami. Yeah. So obviously going to my, I grew up also going to Miami heat games as well, but I'm a Knicks fan, but um, yeah, I mean, I'd say, yeah, for sure. I probably like, yeah, when I worked with Monte here, we did a really cool, um, we found a cool jacket, t-shirt, we found some helmet-laying jeans, and some. I, I, went, I remember I went to a flight club for him and got him some sneakers, when he was here, and then we did a um, fitting at later in the day, but yeah, I mean, it really just, a lot of people ask me for last-minute things, like with Monte, when I spoke to Monte, it was like a 24-hour thing, it was like, I'm coming now. I need this for, I need this in two hours. And then I play in two hours. Like oh I, I not even. 20, I think it was like 12 hours. I don't even think it was 24. I'm like, all right, so I'm going to go ahead up to, I went to uh, Bergdorf and then we found a fit and then I brought it to the fitting and then in and out, you know. That's crazy. Wait, very very fast paced, this industry. People ask me for things a day before. And that's, that's like one of the hardest parts about being in this industry. I, I got a request last week. About um, an award show for the BET award show mm-hmm. yesterday, and they needed something overnight to LA. You know, and it's like, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> sometimes, you know, it's a, it's a lot of requests I get. One of the, I'd say one of the um, craziest things that happened, not crazy, but like I was working with a player, and the um, brand canceled the item last minute. And I actually reached out to the company myself hands on and they were able to gift the same pair of pants to my client and overnight it to them and i was like you are literally a lifesaver like thank you so much um so that was like and like my client obviously was like holy shit like what do we do and i'm like they the brand canceled it but i'm having this i'm having um i reached out to the pr team and they were so nice and they now i work with them so you know
1: shout out to you for that wait so i want to ask you real quick um what is like a normal t- how, how how often do you normally plan out fits in advance when it's not like last minute stuff? If a player comes yeah. to you trying to execute a fit, like how 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 what's like a normal um time frame for you planning out fits for an athlete?
2: Right. I usually would say like a month or two months in advance. I like to plan out fits for like for, I'd say last season with my NFL guys, I did I planned out like six every Sunday games. Um, Saturday, Sunday games, whatever they played. Um, I did advance because so they can have it already. But also there's so many new stuff that come out like every day, you know? So if there's something I do like, I'll, I'll send it over to them um, depending if they want it or sometimes it really, it really just depends. But I like to be prepared, especially since I'm going to be having a lot of people this season in the NFL, I'm going to want to start. I already told people that I want to start getting on like phone calls and prepping by like late July, um obviously the first games are the first week of September so planning everything out sometimes brands I like are not even American brands you know so and they take a while to come in they can take 14 days to like get delivered here a lot of stuff's custom made um that people like um it's really and if they want like details involved and um like I said with the custom made with the inseams and it's going to take a while so I obviously like to prep you know so obviously the best thing really, I, the the most thing I prefer is really like being with the client and doing in-person shopping with them. That's like my favorite thing because you can see it on them. I can pull in the store. Like when I worked with, um, when Josh Ogogy was here two weeks ago, he came right before Milan. Um, we did, we met up and we we went to patron the new, we went to Kith and I pulled a few things for him and, in and out you know it's ready to go so that's my favorite thing to do really is meeting with the client because a lot of clients I've haven't met before that I worked with like a lot yeah so I do a lot a lot of virtual with a lot of people so
0: do you find it like maybe for a little bit more pressure to do like an NFL athlete compared to like an NBA athlete just because like you know like they're only showing up once a week to go and put a fit on So Mm -hmm. now it's like they have, like, one big runway event versus, like, an NBA player, he might have, like, three or four tonal fits in a given week.
2: Right. I'd say for a majority of the NBA guys I've worked with, um, I kind of, like, sent them stuff not knowing when they're going to wear it. Mm. Um, So, like, when I did help Josh, I sent when I helped him in the beginning of the season, I helped him. He gave me a price point, and I just kind of found, like, six, seven, eight different pieces, um, fits that I put together for him and he wore it throughout the season. I didn't know when he was going to wear it type stuff. Um, also when I worked with Monte, I worked with, when I worked with, um, Emmanuel Amante as well, they also just wore things throughout the season, you know, not really knowing when they were going to wear it. Um, but this year, hopefully I can start being working one-on-one with more, uh, NBA players. So we do have plans fit that d- fit fitted out for every single game. Uh, for NFL, it's a little bit different. I'd say I have the outfits planned out for every game because I just think that I just have I just because I have more um, consecutive NFL clients, that's it. Right. So
0: have you ever just like sent somebody like maybe you were just going to like a specific piece and not an outfit? Have you ever just sent them a piece and then, like, you see them styled the piece and you're like, bro, what are you doing? Like, do <laughs> you have those moments or, like, or does that not uh, happen? <laughs> I
2: don't know. That really hasn't happened to me before. No. Mm-mm. They always usually text me uh, pictures before the games and being like, hey, is this good type thing? I'd say,
0: um, you know, and obviously, yeah, they
2: always usually text me before, like, like I said, like, I feel like I'm their, like, assistant half the time, because they're always texting me being like, hey, is this good? Like, what do I wear with this? Like, they'll show me their whole closet and be like, what shoe should I wear with this? Like, um, is this jacket good? Like, that's really, I say that's like the most, obvious, obviously most fun too. And I'm really, really excited for NFL season to come because I miss it. I literally miss being like busy so busy yeah. and working with my guys and like i said i have a lot of new clients um lined up but i'm really excited to work with and excited to show everybody the outfit so i'll be busy and i'm really excited so yeah
0: like a, so it be like a first day of school like they be having like oh, all the clothes laid on the bed snapping yeah. pictures them to literally,
2: yeah literally <laughs> i'm excited, um, I'm also going to be working with a few different brands and the thing about new york is there's not a lot of showrooms here so a lot of the showrooms are in la so they most, I, I've uh, video chat with some of the LA brands and they show me like the showrooms and stuff. So that's also a really, going back, I'd say, um, rewinding a little bit, a cool thing to work, to work with a stylist. One of the best things that you really have advantage of is working with showrooms and being able to borrow the clothes, you know? So you you think that a lot of these, Not to like, not calling anybody out or anything, but a lot of these brands will let you borrow the clothes if you get a picture, a tunnel fit and a rile fit in the clothes. Um, And you don't have to pay for it. So you could borrow like an expensive piece and just wear it for the fit and then give it back, you know? And a lot of people don't realize that, that you can do that. And that's an advantage working with a stylist because I have access to a lot of the showrooms and the brand's um, and it's all on me, you know, like they reach out to me, I reach out to them and I reach out to a lot, a lot of PR um, and they send me stuff, you know, and they'll be like, Hey, have your client wear this, ship it back to me. Here's the label. Unless they want to buy it, they could buy it if they want. Right. But if I, I put on like a Marnie piece on somebody and they literally just borrowed it and sent it right back.
1: Like, so how does that work? Do you how would like do you get paid for that stuff? The, would the brand pay you commission or is this no. kind of like, okay? Mm-mm. It's okay.
2: really all just part of my um my fee.
1: Okay. Just okay.
2: working with me is just to have advantages of also getting gifted free shit, too all the time. You
1: okay. Know? So that's a good question. I actually want to ask you that. How does that how does that work as far as like a compensation for a stylist? How do you make your money, right? Are you if a player comes to you, is it like, okay, if I if you give me this piece, am I getting do you get a commission for the sale of a, if I get you like a, if you get a player, like a bag or something, are you getting commission for the sale of it? Is it like, all right, if I say, Jojo, I want you to be my stylist, then are, am I paying you, you know, like a salary? Like, you know, how so, does that?
2: Yeah, I do. So right now, so usually my, what I try to do is retainer fees. Um, I usually try to make a contract for everybody that I'm working with. If not, if someone really asks me for like a piece, like one or two pieces, I'll just charge a percentage wise of what the item was. Mm-hmm. Um, but for my full, con- full consistent clients contract. Um, and I do usually just a fee of buy the outfits, what I make them um, mm-hmm. commission. I get commission at Bloomingdale's where I work all the clothes there. I get commission from like a uh, commission from Louboutin, Prada, Bottega, um, Chanel, Elvis, all everything, every brand we have there, I get commissioned from. I do try to sell a lot of Bloomingdale's clothing. Some of the sizes could be a little bit hard there, mm. um, but yeah, it really is all part of my um, fee of what I charge kind of just goes into everything. And um, it's say, if somebody wants like five outfits compared to 10 outfits, it's going to be, it's going to be a little bit different. If somebody wants just personal shopping, it's going to be a little bit different i'll sometimes charge by the hour it's a lot of when people are here in the city and they want to do personal shopping with me i'll charge by the hour and they'll we'll go to soho upper east side fifth ave right. um so it's really i i'm trying to make it all the same for people but when people sometimes ask me for a small thing versus a big thing um kind of have to change the prices a little bit but
1: right right <laughs> Um, now I want to ask one quick follow-up before I toss this to, to, to Tank. Um, I feel like when you that that comment you made before just made me think about a situation that was in the news a lot recently. When you mentioned like how uh, you can borrow clothes with the whole showroom situation, so I gotta ask you. I, now I take laughing. I, don't, you know,
2: like, I know what you're gonna say.
1: So the whole the whole Jared Vanderbilt situation that went viral a couple of months. Uh, I think it was like last month when people allegedly this brand said oh you you bought this fit and then returned it. I had a whole debate about this in my group chat about who was in the right, and who was in the wrong. Cause in my opinion, I'm like, bro, Vando is one of the best dressed players in the league, bro. Like if you see him wearing your stuff as a brand, that's more publicity for you. Like, oh hey, Vando in X next piece right as opposed to you out of him and saying, oh he did this and then tried to return it blah, 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 blah. now I you mean, look crazy and i don't know if that's like bad business so i just want to get your opinion no on- i mean like, like it's
2: different it's different okay. returned it at a department store um yeah, i so work give
1: us the detail, cause I, I might not be i might be missing some of the details so give me like i, I would say okay, you, so, now, I'm say, do so
2: when i said borrow i work with showrooms okay so it's going right back it's not going back on a rack to sell it's going back to a showroom where other people, celebrities, athletes are borrowing the same things as well. Um, I mean, people do the returning thing all the time. It's <laughs> girls do it guys. I mean, it's, it's known. i i know people that do it. I I'm not giving any hate at all because I know a lot of people that still do it. Um, yeah, I think, mean like,
1: do you do you feel like that's like it's normal like as as far as the fact that people should not do
2: stuff? No, it's not normal, but people do it. Okay. You know, like obviously I know he has like a obviously has a lot of money and it probably wasn't didn't need to be returned, but if that's what he did, then that's what he did. You know. Okay. I don't know the background situation. Maybe he didn't like it anymore. I, I don't know. <laughs> maybe he didn't like the outfit anymore he maybe think he was never gonna wear it again i don't know i mean people do it a lot you would think they don't but they do do you
1: feel like I it see- should be frowned upon or it's kind of just it's part of the game like
2: no i mean like i working since i i work in sales right. so i see people coming in and returning stuff all the time i don't know if they wore it or not i would never i don't know um, I did have a situ- like I did have a situation when I worked at Bergdorf um, where a lady I worked with wore this um, really expensive Alexander Wang dress to a party posted in it returned it and since Bergdorf is like super super strict they like basically like banned her not banned her but like they were like you're not you can't shop here with us anymore like they found out like and like but that was with like They found out and they dealt with it through like the security there. Like they're so strict. Bergdorf is like actually the most like insane. They're so strict. They're like, they know everything you wear something on it. They're like, you're, you're not, you're taking it back, you know? So, yeah. So I, I actually did deal with the situation working with somebody there who did return a dress, but she like was, she like posted about it and she like was at a party with her friends. And you know, like you don't do that. I'm sure Vandal like, didn't realize like I don't know if he posted the picture himself. Obviously, he didn't because,
1: even post it. I think somebody posted like took Yeah, a picture,
0: somebody right?
2: probably exactly. So yeah. like I, I I get it, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it happens. I'm sure he learned from his his mistakes. He won't do it again.
0: That's crazy. So because you're one of the first stylists that we've had on, can you just kind of give us sort of like a snapshot of what the industry looks like from like a diversity piece? Like, is it more people that you feel like look like you? Do you feel like it's a very diverse space? And, like, does that also sometimes interfere with athletes? Do, like, sometimes athletes have, like, sort of frictions putting on certain brands? Or, like, do they have brands, like, they're, like, whoa, like, want to stay away from them? Like, how exactly does that look like as well?
2: Um, I'd say some people, like, I had a client which um I was, we were, I was, like, I got branded Hellstar. And he was, like, I'm not wearing a Hellstar because it says hell on it, you know? But a lot of people do like that brand. Um everyone's really different. I'd say some people don't really like, are not like messing with like a Mary jeans these days and, you know, like stuff like that. Um, I mostly don't even like put clients on that stuff anymore. I mostly focus on like the bigger, the newer brands, like small brands. I follow like over a thousand brands on Instagram. Um, so I honestly, once I start to get busy again, I'm really just going to go through all the follow, all the people I follow and, Check out all their websites, really, and all some, and I'll even like reach out to them, and be like, "Hey, like I'm a stylist, and I would like to put your brand on some of my clients." And they'll be like, "Hey, like here's a, either a like code, a twenty percent off code, or hey, I'll give you this if you get a picture of this and stuff." Um, I'd say, like being in the fashion industry, there's a lot of people who do the same thing as you, like a lot. Um, it's it's competitive, but you kind of just have to stand your ground. I even still would love to even shadow like some amazing stylists these days. Like um, there was there like um, Ashley North, amazing London. She's amazing. I even reached out to her and being like, Hey, like, would love to assist you one day just to see what other people do. Because I personally, I, I started this by myself. Like I didn't really have experience and really I've never worked with an athlete before. Like I've never done really men's fashion. I kind of just like, I really just became like, when I worked at Burgess, I would really just go to the men's store and just become so like, I would like love looking at the clothes and love seeing the sales guy style people. I've seen so many different athletes walk in there and I even would go up to them being like, hey, like, do you mind if I pick out some stuff for you? Like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just learning, you know? And I still am learning every day. So, I mean, I'm not like crazy, crazy. Like, I know a lot of people are like, also charge like crazy, crazy expensive. Um, a lot of, I'd say a lot of people give me feedback saying you're not as expensive and I'm going to refer you to people because you know what you're doing and you're the least expensive person I've ever worked with. Um, just because I'm still starting from the bottom, you know, like obviously I'll, I'll upcharge my prices eventually, but you got to just kind of, I kind of start off with a lower price. So the client, a, the client will respect me B, so they still want to work with me. See so they can refer me, and they'll kind of just see what I have to offer, you know. But sometimes some people will be like, I don't know what you do. Like, I, how do you know? How do you know what I, you can put on a fit for me? You know, I may not even like it. You right. know, and some people also be like, Can you show me options before um, I pay you? And I'm like, Well, that's well, it takes me time out of my day, my day to shop for you to look around for you. So it's it's like right. I have to charge. You know, a lot of also The most question I get through Instagram is, hey, what do you have on you? That's the most popular question I get. People mm-hmm. think I work. People think I do the um, hotel. Uh, what's it called? When they go to a hotel and they bring on the clothes, they lay it out for you type yeah. stuff. Like, I don't know the name, but I know a few people that do it. They bring like a bunch of clothes and all the, all the players can shop. So mm-hmm. I, I don't do that.
0: I right. personally
2: shop individual for each person. So I don't have pieces on me. Right. So that's why some people get a little confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they're mm-hmm. like in New York or in Miami where I am, they'll be like, hey, like, can you bring over some stuff? And I'm like, I don't have, you know, I shop right. for you individually. If you right. want this, is my charge. This is what I can do for you. I can go out right now. I am live in New York City. I have, I have anything at my footstep, you know? Right. And it's, it's very lucky also working as a stylist be- in New York because I also have so many connections here. Of working with all the, the sales guys and the brands so
0: right.
1: um mm-hmm. i think tank brings up a good point and i want to ask you a kind of follow-up question i think you also just mentioned a little bit about it now in your answer so i kind of want to dive a little bit deeper into it you mentioned how obviously being a woman in the styling industry right and you started off kind of you know styling more so uh women's clients and now you work with nba and nfl clients who are obviously men right so what has that experience been like being a woman styling men right in a male-dominated yeah. industry right I know for I mean there are a lot of male stylists right that are styling NBA players. i I a Kyle Kuzma stylist I think his name is Torino he's a man like it's a bunch of like folks who have you know male stylists right so how are you What has your experience been like as a woman trying to like break into the industry as a woman trying to style men like yeah. do you ever get any pushback like you know what is that experience like for you
2: I t- <laughs> I mean I've re- it could be difficult sometimes. Obviously, being a woman in this industry, I don't know many other girls my age that do this. Um, I mean, I'm 26, still kind of young, doing this on my own. Um, I mean, you just have to be like professional. A lot of people will obviously hit me up in the DMs, you know, you know. But you just have to really be professional in this industry because they're not. No one's gonna respect you if you're not, you know. You just have to just handle everything business, you know? So, you know, if they want to work with you, they want to work with you. If they don't, then see ya, you know?
1: That's it. So, I got to ask you, I got to ask you this because I feel like I was listening to a a podcast uh, with Taylor Rooks. Shout out to the pivot. They had her on and they were talking about how she was talking about how Taylor Rooks has uh, a bunch of kind of You know, it's a struggle, quite frankly, because she's a (laughs) media personality working in a, you know, (laughs) marital sport. And a lot of men will like hit on her or the comment on her clothes and like what she's wearing and her body and stuff. And like, it's super tough, right? And I feel like.
2: No, I definitely do get the same. Yeah.
1: And if we call the spade a spade, right? The NBA is a, in the NFL, is a treacherous um, job where the, I mean, folks is always trying to, you know, talk to girls and this and that.
0: For sure. So how do you
1: deal with guys who might try to blur those lines or might try to like, you know what I'm saying? Cause at the end of the day it's tough. Like you're trying to be professional, yeah, exactly. working on a pretty perspective.
2: For sure. I would just say, thank you. If you're not interested, a lot of people will obviously want something else. You know what I mean? But if you don't, if that, if that's how you're going to treat me, then we, we don't need to work together, you know? And like I said, that's why I always bring an assistant with me and I'm doing in-person stuff because that, you know, these these athletes get a little crazy. Um, But, yeah, I mean, obviously, just going back to being professional.
0: Okay, just to kind of switch speeds a little bit, and you kind of hinted at it earlier. You said you had a couple, like, brands that you were really looking forward to working with this year that you haven't worked with. If you can, can we get, like, a little, maybe, like, a sneak peek of, like, some brands you're going to be working with this year that you're excited to work with, or just some brands that maybe, like, the every person, everyday person can, like, sort of tap into and really elevate their closet with coming up in this year?
2: Some of the brands, um, I like have everything in my email of like what we're like trying to work on. But a lot of it also comes from showrooms. Um, I love this brand, um, MDV Manor DeVore. It's like they have, um, it's kind of like a copy of the IZ Mayaki pleated pants and the pleated shirts. Um, A lot of people love the IZ, but it's a little expensive. Um, so that's kind of like a dupe for them. Um, more other brands I'd say, I mean, it's, um, am like thinking? It's a lot of like smaller brands that kind of like, just like basic people in New York that write me. Um, I love who decides war. I think that's their pants are really, really awesome. Um, I love, um, helmet Lang, I think. And I also love, um, I love Rgoins. So Vergoens is amazing. I love all their, sh- their shoes and their their uh their long pants are like unreal. Um I also love Vediments. I think that their pants fit really well on taller guys since they're really, really baggy and they have a long inseam. For brands that I'll be working with, it's really just from the showrooms. Um once again, it's like gonna be like the borrowing thing you know, which is like a plus for guys. Cause who wants to pay for an item when you can just borrow it through a stylist. Um,
1: yeah. So, you know, we got to put you on the spot. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be the what's in your bag podcast if we didn't put you on the spot. Now we're going um, to NBA clients, bunch of NFL clients. Let's settle this debate. You know what I'm saying? Who got the um, better swag? Who got the better drip NFL players or N- NBA players? who, Whose swag would you say is better?
2: Uh, let's see. I mean, I think they're both good, but it really – it's honestly, like, I'd say, like, NFL has been really killing it. Like, obviously, Diggs. Like, he, he's on the bills, too, hopefully. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, I work – That's
1: a Maryland boy right there. Stephon Diggs, yes, sir. <laughs>
2: yes, literally. um, Everybody – I'd say, like, you put more effort into the NFL because they're the one time, one time, one time a week show, are coming out. And like, they love their photos so much. Like these guys, like, it's just so funny. Like they want to get like videos and so all the photos, like of their other outfits, like they'll have, um, even like side photographers, like follow them for the day and do that stuff. Um, honestly, I think they're both good. But I really think that NFL guys have really been killing it like this past mm-hmm. season.
1: You hurt, my heart. you hurt my heart right now. I was hoping when you would say basketball players got better swag. You hurt my heart right now.
2: I mean, they're both. I think, I mean, the, when I see league fits every day, I'm like, oh my God, like six, 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 six. They're both amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't really have like a say for like, it really depends on mm-hmm. like, obviously like the playoff fits were amazing for every guy. Yeah. Um, I love, like, obviously, I just love, I love layering. So extra pieces is always, like, really cool when you, like, have, like, you do, like, like a, a tank top and a, a t-shirt, a jacket, a vest. Like, kind of, like, I think layering is, like, the most cool, coolest thing because you can see all the details. And, like, you can do a like, cool bell or some jewelry. Um, obviously, I love, I love jewelry. I wear jewelry so much. Like, um, putting small brand jewelry on my clients is, like, the best. I obviously, add a pair of sunglasses, a hat, a beanie. Um, it's really just about, all about the accessories. And, like, I think that's, like, the coolest you can really do is uh, put on someone. But, yeah, I don't really have a say. Yeah. And they're both, both really – I haven't seen NFL in, like, a, a while now. So I really, really <laughs> the NBA stuff. But the, all their outfits, are especially all the outfits in Paris right now um, from the Milan Fashion Week. So I was able to help um, Miles Turner's sister – Maya. I also work with Miles as well sometimes, but I got in, they had a picture on Vogue, which is like amazing. Um, So that was really cool.
1: Yes. I saw that picture. So wait, that's why we want to, let's talk about that because that was a crazy flick. Um, Um, What was that moment like for you, like seeing some of your work in Vogue and then what was, can you talk through the process of like the actual fit that you put together for her? Like, you know.
2: Yeah. So that was a helmet laying set she did. Um, I didn't know she was gonna wear that to the show. We we did like so many different outfits together. We did like over like forty pieces. She brought with nice. her. Mm-hmm. We did so many di- different looks. All, it was kind of like everyday things, and it we did like um, dresses and jeans. And there's so many more photos that I need to post that she sent me that are like amazing of her and her brother. Um they're both such such nice people, Miles. Shout out Miles. He's such a nice guy and shout out to his sister Maya. Um both amazing. But yeah, that was like really, really cool. I didn't realize that it was gonna they got a photo in Vogue and it like you sing the song, bitch. Don't tell me up a model if Have you haven't been in Vogue.
0: Um, <laughs> holy
2: shit, like that's so fuck that's so freaking cool. Uh, I'm definitely gonna post that today of how I wish obviously like my name was like in there, but it was a bunch of people in the um Photos. So yeah, that was awesome. That was like one of the coolest things I've ever seen, probably of in my fashion industry. So
1: that's dope. No, that's, so that's that's OC. You heard her, man. Don't tell me you ain't model if you ain't been involved, man. Don't tell me if you styling if your work ain't been in vogue, man. Period. <laughs> um
2: There's hopefully more more to come.
1: For sure. Know? For sure. I wanted to actually ask you about that. I'm glad you kind of brought, I feel like you know, we we're in sync right now because a lot of things you're saying, I was getting ready to ask you. I feel like I think um you you mentioned you were working with Josh Akogi as well before he went to Milan. Um and you mentioned you're working with Maya, you're know, preparing 40, 40 fits for fashion week. I feel like
2: it wasn't really like we I mean, she kind of just like wasn't like she's also there for a month. She's there yeah, for a month. Yeah. She did like everything. We did like a Co stuff, we did Capri stuff, we did yeah. bathing suits and cover-ups, and um she's super, super tall. She's like over six five. So oh, obviously,
1: goodness, oh, shit. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, so. So you mentioned obviously the 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 picture you had with, with Maya uh and the fit that obviously ended up being in vogue. Um you also mentioned helping out Josh, Kobe, get a couple fits for, for fashion week. Obviously, when you're preparing for Milan Fashion Week or Paris Fashion Week, I feel like it's a little more oomph and trying to put together fits, you yeah. know. Uh, obviously okay. a lot more cameras, a lot more stuff is going on out there. So uh, talk about the process that went into kind of picking out those outfits for her um that you know, obviously, you mentioned you had did about forty looks. So, how did you kind of go about putting those together?
2: Yeah, so I worked with Maya like I'd say a month before um, a dear friend got me in touch with her, and we kind of just like I basically what I did is I, I where, where I work at Bloomingdale's, I basically just pulled her like I'd say like twelve to fifteen different looks, and I sent her a video on everything on how to wear it what it's going to go with, how it's going to look. Um, and it was like a 10 minute long video and the voice note, she sent me back and like the text were literally like made me cry. She was like, I've never had anybody do this for me. Like, this was amazing. Like no one can ever fit. Uh, I can never can have anyone never can find an outfit or jeans or shoes that, that really fits my body because she's six five. Um, so like that was really cool. And she wore like so many of the outfits. I'm really excited obviously to see so much more she's been wearing. But she was accompanying her brother in the Milan Fashion Week Miles. Um and they literally look amazing. I mean, being in Vogue was one of like the coolest things. Um so and also with Josh, like when he was he was here for like a day um before he went to Milan and we kind of just walked around, we went to Patreon the New, we went to KISS and we just did a few little things together, nothing big. He really prepped before, um, but obviously I love seeing all the pictures and um, yeah, I mean, now Maya just told me she's going to be working with me only in the future now because she, she hasn't found anybody that actually understands how to do it um, as only besides me. So that was really cool. I mean, obviously, like, I'm really excited for more um, to come. I also helped, like, two or three other people that went to Milan. Um, uh, my friend Vic I helped, and I also helped my friend Josh, who's a photographer that has been – doing the entire um photographing Miles and Maya's Miles trip this this entire time so I did help um him as well style uh for the um, trip as well so it was really cool it's really just about connections and like people referring you like if you just have one person who knows somebody and you're all in the same area like you know just all come along type stuff so
0: bags bags
1: that's so cool no that's that's crazy um yeah. I've been I've been tuning in to Fashion Week this whole week. I've been just scrolling, scrolling, looking at all the fits. Um, I'm seeing Kuz and Winnie Harlow out there, Carl Towns and Jordan Woods, Stephon yeah, Diggs. so cool. Oh, my God. It's awesome. crazy. Um, they what, are so cool. Yep. Literally. What, is, what, are, what are your overall thoughts on just all the athletes? Because I feel like it's – I mean, I feel like it's a silent time. Man, there's so many NBA players, NFL players that are stepping into the – fashion space now, you see so many people who are attending shows, sitting in front row, like, you know, how do you feel about just the movement of just Mm -hmm. athletes stepping into the fashion space now?
2: Yeah, I definitely, I was actually talking about this the other day, um, how it's, like, so crazy how, like, now athletes are literally, like, front row at every single um, fashion show, and, like, they're basketball players, you know, it's like, what are they doing? (laughs) But it's, 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 I just think it's all through now, just what they wear it from league fits and blitz fits, and that, that's really what's got them into all this um, styling. So, you know, they also all see all their teammates wearing cool brands, being like, "Hey, what's that?" Because um, I also get like people also ask me like, "Hey, what's this guy wearing?" Like, I want that. I want those pair of pants. Like, um so I think I think it's awesome. Obviously, like I'm gonna New York Fashion Week here is in September, and I'm gonna hopefully have some of my clients sit front row as well. You know it's like also working. It's another advantage working in the style. It's like where you can, I haven't, I, I have um, access to working with P, the PR teams here in New York and I can have my clients sit front row as well, you know, so it'll be that'll be cool for them. So, I mean, I think it's awesome. I and mean, I think they, having a love for fashion is really cool. A lot of, I'd say a lot of my friends are not into the fashion industry at all. And when they see me, they're like, what are you wearing? Mm. Um, and I'm like, this is just who I am. Like, you know, some of my friend, some of my friends will be like, obviously, of course, you're wearing like something exotic.
0: I'm mm-hmm. like,
2: that's just me. You know, like, um, and also a lot of my friends do do come to me to buy stuff. Like, I oh, they're always shopping in my closet. All my friends, even my clients. Like, one of my clients, like, even borrowed like um, one of my one of my really great uh, my friend Tariq Black. He's one of my uh, really great clients and also a friend of mine um he borrowed like one of my balenciaga and like gallery department oversized jacket i had one time um for literally a a fit for a uh, rival fan i was like take it like tag me and Um, and i literally just i got it i got it back like two days after i was like i don't care you can take it um my my stuff is your stuff so
1: so i'm I'm glad we have you here because i always wanted to ask what is the actual process in getting invited to these shows for athletes? Like how do how do these athletes get invited to these shows in Milan? And like, you know what I'm saying? So you mentioned like if you, you, might, uh, have, yeah. you might have clients that might be able to attend shows in New York, right? So what does that mm-hmm. process look like if I was your client, JoJo, and I'm like, hey Jojo, like I yeah. want to show in New York, right? How how does that actually mm-hmm. happen?
2: It's really working with um PR, like the PR of the brands, really. Um, but also, if you if say you worn a piece that the brand, a piece from the brand, sometimes the brand will just reach out to you being like, hey, I love how you wore that shirt, whatever jacket, like you should come to the show type stuff, like bring a guest. Um, but really, it's, it's all throughout the PR teams. It's really just emailing uh, um the different brands and people who work on the team to really just get invited. Obviously fashion, New York fashion week is like really, really big here. Everybody wants to go. There's also, there's so many different parties you get invited to and events. And hopefully I can go to a bunch of them here as well in September. So I'm excited for that. That'll be cool. Especially I have, I just think that since I've been working with some brands here, even brands reached out to me to come to the Paris fashion week, um, and like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't go cause I'm here, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's really just working. If you have worn the brands, they kind of will say like, Hey, like, I like how you worn it. You should come here. Stuff like that. But obviously like working with somebody, obviously as me being in fashion, I just know a lot of different people here in New York that would, um probably want me to attend with somebody
0: so yeah do you ever kind of like see yourself transitioning from like stylist into actually like maybe getting into more of like the creative side of like actually maybe like working with a brand or working with a designer actually helping to create a piece that you love putting on other mm-hmm. people
2: i always said that like in the past like few months that i wanted to start a brand one of my clients actually reached out to me asking me we to start a brand together tariq Um, he said we should start like something with like denim and leather and uh, diamonds and all that stuff. Um, obviously it'd be really cool. I don't know if I have so much time for that now, but definitely in the future, even my brother was like, let's open a clothing store. Like my brother is, he's a fashion expert. He got me on so many cool brands. He's really, I feel like he's like probably like the main number one reason. um, I'm, I fell in love with like men's clothing. Um, he, he really d- dresses like an NBA player. It's the funniest thing. Um, he puts me on a lot of that cool stuff. So I feel like if I did start a brand or did work on the creative side, like me and my brother would like kind of like collab and do something together, especially if I move back to Florida with um, one day. So that'd be cool.
1: That's lit. That's lit. Um, so I wanted to ask like, as far as your styling goes or inspiration, like, do you have any people who you kind of look up to maybe if it's a person where it comes out I like this person's style or um you mentioned a couple of stylists earlier but there are any people who you kind of I guess for you personally right look up to or draw inspiration from um kind of I don't know just kind of like follow as far as like in this industry or or, or in this space who are some of those people that you kind of look to um in in that light
2: yeah it's like like a lot of I just I mean I follow a lot of people I follow a lot of brands I wouldn't say there's like not really like one person I really look up to it's kind of I mean I'm also um became very close with uh Vic Michael Key Styles like Debo and Devin White and he's one of the first people that actually kind of reached out to me being like I think you know what you're doing like you're gonna have success one day um he I actually when I worked at Bergdorf I helped him with uh, an outfit for Devin White and that was like this was like two years ago so this that was like also one of my first times like someone reached out to me being like hey like I want you to help me um he's amazing he's great he's definitely kind of helped me grow and very someone that would be like a a mentor for me he's he's styled Jason Tatum he's LA based um but really for like people I'd say like just not really one specific person and like it's really just a lot of just random people, I'd say. Not really one specific person. Um
1: Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um so last question I got for you before we get into kind of some quick hitters and then we'll we'll wrap it up. Um for somebody who's following behind you, right, and who wants to get into the styling industry or there's a girl out there who, you know, wants to work in men's sports but might be a little bit hesitant because, you know, she's like, I'm a woman. I don't know how they're going to receive me, right? Like, yeah. I don't know how to get my foot in the door. You know, how do I get started? What advice would you give to somebody else who is, you know, trying to pursue this business? Um, you know, what kind of uh, advice would you, would you give them?
2: Yeah, I mean, I also... Got like I've been I've been in touch with a lot of younger girls that are my age or in the same in twenties who say they want to start this as well and they're having trouble because a lot of the athletes are sliding in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just booked this girl yesterday about it. Um, basically it's it's really competitive. You just kind of have to be consistent. You know, don't don't give up once you you can. A lot of I'd say the hardest thing is getting um responses back from those guys. And you know what? It doesn't really, even if they're not an athlete, start off with anybody. You know, they don't have to be an athlete. All Some of these girls are like, hey, I just really want to work with an NBA player. And I'm like, well, why don't you work with, like, you know, find someone on the streets? There's so many people in New York. There's so many people everywhere. Start DMing people. Reach reach out to brands. Be like, you can even do, like, reach out to a brand and be like, hey, like, I would love to um, be able to style on, at your shoot. You know, like, I've I've been to a um uh brand here and I was able to be the main stylist and work on their shoot with their um, like models and you know it's really it's really just like starting from the bottom you know keep doing what you're doing um it's really important to learn about sizing and brand and just, it's really just being consistent you know just don't give up honestly um, it took me it took me a while to find one it took me like six to twelve eight months to find, just get one person to actually be like, Hey, like, let's do it. Let's start. You know, like it took me so long to, to like, for an athlete I'm saying, but it really doesn't matter. You know, like if you, if you know what you're doing and you have an eye for fashion, then you kind of just will can get success from there. Even though there's so many people that do the same thing as you just be your, be yourself. You know, a lot of people are like, well, what's, what are you compared to? And I'm like, well, I'm just me, you know, like do what you got to do. If you want to work with me, that's it you know you can't beggars can't be freaking choosers like you you gotta if you get somebody that wants to work you do it. You know even if it's like a nobody who cares you know like i even i have people on the street stopping me like yesterday i was it's a crazy yesterday was the gay pride parade and i had someone was like out selling like drinks and he literally stopped me and was like hey like like what do you do you i was like i like your outfit like what's your instagram Mm -hmm. and he ended up being like an artist agent and he was like like oh like maybe one of my um clients will want you to style him it's like it's it's so it's so weird um uh, but yeah i definitely do get like stopped a lot of my outfits and like people always ask for my instagram while like i'm walking the streets and soho it's actually pretty, pretty, pretty funny
1: thanks that's that's dope i think that's great advice and great perspective you know just be yourself you know what i'm saying is anybody else out there that's trying to follow in the footsteps just start with being authentic and Don't quit, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you might got to deal with getting left on the scene. You might got to throw a couple of DMs at, you know, whatever the case may be. But um, don't quit, you know, and keep Mm -hmm. going. Um, So got a few quick hitters. Got a few quick hitters for you, and then we're going to wrap it up, man. Um, So first quick hitter I got for you, what would you say is um, fashion advice or styling tip for somebody trying to ball on a budget, right? We're not NBA player. We somebody who's trying to get our swag up. We don't got thousands of dollars, right? Give me a styling tip that can help them get their swag up.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's so Hop Fashion Nova, Boohoo. People sometimes there actually have some cool stuff on there, to be honest. Um, ASOS, um, uh, smaller brand, t shirts. Um, you can even find like sometimes like even Rude, Root. like Rude's like I like root t-shirts. Root t-shirts are like two fifty. They're mm-hmm. like not as pricey as people would think. Um, you can even just add like a cool denim jacket, a leather jacket, um, a pullover, a cardigan. I love a freaking cardigan. You can find cardigans anywhere. Um, it doesn't have to be the most expensive Marnie cardigan. Like like what like I was saying, MN ML. Like they have like those dupe cardigans. You can literally just pull over. Um, love a flare jean. Love a cargo pant. Dress it up with some accessories. I'm sure, I, I'm sure everybody has chains and bracelets, some cool rings. um, And you have, I'm sure you guys have like a pair of junk at home. You can pair it with, you know, also there's like so many different like inspo, like now TikTok, like people are posting like so many um, inspo videos for like low budget stuff, um, which I follow, which is like really cool. But yeah, I might definitely have people asking me for like under like a thousand dollars sometimes. And I'm like, oh my God, but we did it and yeah. they look great though. So.
0: Bet, bet. Love it. Love it. Wait, does Jojo show love to the mm-hmm. dupes? The what? Do you show love to dupes? Like, are you cool with people rocking dupes? Because a lot I know a lot of people are like, they can't get behind the idea of people like wearing dupes.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, they're they're fine. Yeah.
0: That's fine. Yeah, I don't, I don't it, have a problem with it. Okay. I was just very curious because I know a lot of people are like, what do you yeah, mean? Yeah. Like you were dupes? <laughs> Give me your dream client.
1: If there's a and this, they it, could be an athlete. It could be a, just a celebrity. Like, who is a um a dream client that you would want to work with in your
0: future?
2: Dream client. Oh wow, that's a hard question. There's so many. Um, I think Jalen Williams has amazing style. I think he's so cool. Um, I'd love to work with him. Um. See, i really just want to start like getting on some people that don't really know what they're doing <laughs> mm-hmm. um when i see like their pictures and they literally look like crazy like i'm like can i just please help you like i <laughs> like sometimes i'll we'll even be like I, I won't even charge you like i just want like look good for yourself <laughs> um i there's mean, there's so, i'm thinking um i'm like trying to get on top of my head of names um I think T. Higgins is like amazing with his. He looks so cool. I love his style. Um, there's, I'm like blanking on names, but like, I there's so many people that like. Uh, obviously, like Shay, amazing. He's I don't think of the stylist His, but I love the whole baggy look. I wear a lot of baggy stuff, so I love a baggy um, jeans and uh, denim and all that stuff. So.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh. Give us your biggest fashion ick.
2: Oh my god. Ick. Oh my god. I feel it's like, like ick if it was I was like dating a guy ick is like the same thing as like if a guy would wear that. Um just like golf shirts, uh like Patagonia, vineyard vine, like I hate the whole like golf look type. Um like the um definitely I mean I really wasn't into like vests, like sweater vests, but sometimes people could rock it. Um I'd say like more of an egg. Um um uh, my God, I'm putting me on the spot here. I'm like trying to think um maybe just like sometimes adding like too much color could be like too much you know some people like i I like more neutrals i like the blacks i mean obviously adding a few colors but sometimes people go like a little too crazy with the colors um and mixing mixing matching way too much yeah um
0: yeah
1: that's fair that's a fair list that's a fair list um the last question yeah. we got for you. Last question we got for you. This has been a great, uh, great discussion. Um, but we always end them off like this. Who is one person that we should have on the What's in Your Bag podcast? And whoever you say, you got to give us the assist, you know, and, and help us get them on. This could be a stylist. This could uh, be a designer, photographer. Oh, uh, okay. Just doing dope work. You know, it's a who you think has a has a dope story that people could benefit from.
2: For sure. Um, I mean in, let's see, a dope story, would you know? I mean you could probably get Josh on it. He would do it. Josh Okoji. he would definitely come on your podcast. Cool. He's a great he's a great friend of mine. Um, he has amazing style. He dresses himself all the all the, all the time. Um, he definitely knows what he's doing. Um, I think he he should be in Arizona right now, but I can definitely text him and ask him to I want to pod. I think he would I think he would love it. I'm That's- sure some of his friends are on your podcast as well.
1: No, uh, that'll be yeah. He's so- he's
2: cool. He definitely he's an eye for fashion. He's been on a, he's been on like a few different teams now. Um, but yeah, can de- I can definitely assist for that one <laughs> if you need help.
1: Say no more. Say no more. We'll definitely be in contact after this episode. With- <laughs> Man, it's crazy. He's actually best friends with one yeah, of the- for the- sure. Because they went to uh, Georgia Tech in Atlanta together. So. We actually might be able to might might be able to swing that one. That might be a dope a dope a dope conversation to have. Um
0: Oh yeah! But sure. mm-hmm. definitely
1: just want to say thank you to you for coming on. Um This has been so much fun just talking fashion. Thank
2: you so much having me. So much
1: fun. No doubt, no doubt. We definitely have to do this so again. much fun.
2: Thank you so much.
1: No, no doubt. We definitely got to do this again in a couple years. You know what I'm saying? And and, and circle back and to see how much you've grown and how far you've come. But. Um, like I said, I, I think I, well, like yeah. I, said, I message you, man. I love your style. Um, I love the work that you've been able to do with the players that you've already Thank worked you. with. And I know that you have so much more um, to be done. I'm looking forward to seeing you this this season. The NFL fits. You know what I'm saying? Me and Tank going to be tapped in. Uh, I'll yeah. Comes back around. We're going to be tuned in. Yeah, follow. Bye. Definitely gotta show you yeah, so power. much. Work. I'm
2: gonna be posting a lot of new content soon, hopefully, when I get some more pictures, especially from Milan, from my guys and girls out there. I'll be posting.
1: Say
0: no more. Wait, yeah, so jo- check it Jojo, out wait.
1: Follow Jo-Jo, me Jo-Jo.
0: Jojo. Jojo, please, please, I'm begging you. Can we please get more like of your content on TikTok? Because, like, you're like, I she know, has a great oh TikTok content, I- but like, it don't be all up there.
2: Oh, I know I have to post more. I maybe I'll do some video stuff today when I am about to leave. So go and go to work. So maybe I'll post some more stuff. But I do. People always say, please post more TikTok stuff. That's a, that's how I got so many messages. Like people are like, I found you on TikTok. I found you on TikTok, and I'm like, oh my god. Like I literally don't post anything. But I'm yes, I will. That is will be my goal for 2023. Is to post more TikToks.
0: The streets, the streets sure. of Soho. We're looking for you. We need it.
2: <laughs> I know. I'm here. I'm freaking here. <laughs>
0: Say No more. Say no more. Yes.
1: Alrighty, guys. This has been another episode of the What's in Your Bag podcast presented by Bet Online. Like I said in the beginning, make sure you guys are liking this podcast, subscribing to this podcast, giving us a five-star rating. It goes a long, long way. Um, it's gonna be my guy pull up Tay on the outro. Make sure you guys are streaming his music. Until next time, folks, peace.
2: Bye, right, see ya.
0: Suave. I've been in my back for a while, I'm invincible. Story of a young boss grinding, shit, critical. Calling on my bros one time, cause you special. I had some hood dreams and right rounds for my mentor. Every target that I shoot is on point like a pencil. Different road change relationships, I'm so sorry. Came up from the trenches and I made it, I say hardly. Now- Thank you for listening to Believe.